Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following program contains strong sexual content. Viewer discretion advised. Today, a powerful all-new Dr. Phil. I never touched you. Not even when I was little, when you put me on top of you. Never, ever. Stop lying. She says he molested her. Do you have a problem with lying? I did when I was younger, yes. Or is he just a bad dad? You're drunk and then smoking dope with your daughter. I wouldn't let you be around my granddaughter for five minutes. What the hell are you doing while all this is going on? Now, they are offered a polygraph. Chris was perspiring, trembling. You did take the polygraph. If you have made this up, then tell me that now. What will the polygraph reveal? Was it conclusive? It was absolutely conclusive. Did Chris ever have sex with you? You answered. Yes. Daughter versus dad. The results of the polygraph were. Who's telling the truth? Yesterday, we began to unravel a family drama full of serious accusations and adamant denials. Chris adopted his wife's baby girl, raised and loved her as his own. Chris thought he had a tight bond with now 17-year-old Lynn until just two months ago when he says she told an unthinkable lie that ripped apart their once tight family. Take a look at what happened. My daughter recently said my husband molested her several times when she was younger. Chris has molested me and raped me three times. I have never raped my daughter. I know that Chris is a liar and he knows what he did to me. She lies about boys. She lies about where she's at. She's a big fat liar. My daughter just wants to be out of the house, out from underneath of our roof, away from our rules. You want to be here. Tell me why. I just want the truth out. Then start telling the truth. I am telling the truth. No, you're not. Really? You don't like our rules. You think truth. I'm doing this just to ruin you? You're doing this to get out of the house. Chris is facing years in prison. I want justice. Did you fabricate something because you were really angry? I'm not lying. Okay, tell me what the truth is. Where did this occur? In his room. What day of the week was it? I don't remember the day of the week. What month was it? I don't remember the month. What I was... season was it? It was spring. You say you were eight years old or nine, but you don't remember. What grade were you in when you were eight? I don't know. So you don't know if you were eight or nine. You I don't just... know if you were second or third grade. You don't know what month it was. You don't know what day of the week it was. Did you resist? I tried to. When you say this happened, did he have a sleep apnea mask on? Yes. He's had one for as long as I can remember. You didn't mention that before. I'm just curious why. I didn't know I needed to. At 16, he approached you again. Yeah. And said what? Do you remember what happened when you were little? And I said, yes. And he said, well, I think it's time that you actually knew what making love was. Really, you don't remember this day because I can tell I you what we exactly did. exactly what happened that day. So what, are you going to blame me again? 
Because it's my fault, right? Cause, no. Because no, you always I'm blame it on me. You always anything. say I'm the liar. Well, after Lynn accused Chris of raping her, Lynn moved in with her aunt Amy for protection. Amy says she really isn't sure who to believe. I think it's one of the most horrible things somebody could be accused of. At the same time, I do feel you have to take what a child says seriously. If it's true, I feel that Chris should go to jail. What can you add to the conversation? Some of your questions made me question, you know. Do you feel that he's taken your mother away from you? I do. I think he ripped my mom away from me. OK, listen here, young lady. I've been putting up with this crap for two and a half months now. You are still my daughter, and I love you. You're not there for me, and you you're gone. You won't be there. You say, I can't talk to you, and you hang up on me. Then Chris. you better talk to the investigator about that, because that, the day after it all happened, you didn't want to talk to me. You didn't want because to talk to me. Because you chose Chris. Do you have a problem with lying? I did when I was younger, yes. I mean, ha have you lied about who you're dating, who you're with, your work schedule. Have you just lied I have about never, a number of things? I have never lied about my work schedule. I have lied about boys because I had to. Have you lied about getting high? I, I lied to them, I believe, one time when they busted me with it about doing marijuana. But that was only one time that I lied about marijuana because they busted me. That's such crap. One night I pick you up from work. I said, have you been smoking? And you're like, no. Because you never. I you home, and you're dilated. Then I, Just, I found you, um... marijuana in your room, and I confronted you, and you lied to me. Is that true or false? That is, uh, the second part is true. The first part is false. Have you lied about losing your position as a football manager? No. I didn't lie about that. They knew what was going on. They, they say that I dropped out. I didn't. I had missed three days, which means I could not go to a football game, which means I had to wait till the following week to go back. They said because I had missed a game, I couldn't go back. Do you feel like she lied about that? I know she did because I talked to the coach. Did you ask her about this bouncing on top of Chris when it happened? Yes, I did. Chris and I talked. He was drunk when he told me about it. And it was, a, it was two days later. He broke down and told me what happened. I went to my daughter with it. Or I said, Lynn, a couple of days ago, um, Dad said that he woke up. And I asked, and, and you were bouncing on him or rubbing on him. And I said, why? And she said, I don't know, because I thought it was OK. And I said, why did you think it was OK? And you were like, I don't know. I was just playing. Do you recall that conversation? I don't. Never happened? Never. D did you have that conversation? No. You've seen counselors along the way, and they've asked you about ever being molested or whatever. And what did you tell them? I only told them about when I was um, a little girl. Mm -hmm. I was told if I ever spoke about what, what had happened with Chris, um, I would get my family ripped apart. So why do it now? I didn't want to. I, I, I didn't. I didn't want it to come out. So why did it? After the conversation when I was 16, after the smoking pot, when that happened, I had wrote a letter to myself saying how I was a horrible person. And I brought it on myself for what Chris had done to me when I was little. 
my aunt's best friend had found that letter and she had told Amy that something was going on. And Amy told me that I had to tell my mom. But I said I wanted to wait till after the holidays were over. My great grandma had, had found out and she took it upon herself to get me help and to get me out of a bad situation. And you're telling the truth. In um, January of this year, did your mother ask you if walking in on her having sex with Chris or Chris kissing another woman had confused you and maybe caused you to report these things? No, she has never asked me that. Did you ask her that in January 14th? Yes. When? When we were on the phone, I asked you if having seen dad having an affair and us having had sex, if that was influencing or changing or altering in your brain that it was you and, and him. You said that when I had caught Chris in his affairs, that it had messed me up in the head and that I must be putting his affairs in this spot to get revenge on him for hurting you. As, never uh, said as revenge for him hurting you. But you... I never said those words. Well, it's difficult for me when the two of you are telling different stories here. Yeah. Um, has he been verbally abusive with you? Yes. What does he say to you? He's called me stupid. He's called me, he, he's told me I need to lose a few pounds. Have you done that? I, I have been verbally abusive. I've told her, I've called her stupid. Now, as far as the whole few pounds go, what she does is she comes out in these tight little skinny shirts that are half not covering her stomach. And I say, you can't wear something like that with, with a pooch. Was he jealous of her boyfriends? Jealous? No. Did he tell you that she seduced him on that day that she got on top of him? No. You didn't use the word seduced. Did she use the word seduced? She said that I, that he said that I had climbed on, climbed on top of him and tried to seduce him. That's what she told me that he had told her. Uh -huh. I didn't say seduce. That you were bouncing on him. No, you didn't and use the then, word bounce. Right, hold on, everybody you. needs to stop here for a minute because I'm, I got some problems here. I sat on my hands and knees for two hours begging and crying for you to let me go to something I paid $50 for and I didn't get reimbursed. Was that or... what this is about? No, this You're is not what- You're off? And later- Stop lying. I am guilty of being a bad dad, but I am not a pedophile. This man hurt me. I have no doubt that he's hurt you. All right, if you want me to leave, I'll leave. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, he's the father of their babies. Teresa and I are engaged to be married. Do you trust him? No, not with her. They both say, hands off, he's mine. She said you sent her pictures of Bill's private parts. Maybe. I don't remember. There's constant drama between these two women. Well, you started it. Grow up and start conducting yourself like a father instead of a dog in heat. Tomorrow, then on Monday, parents accused of killing their kids. We're innocent. My son did not get murdered. How do you know that? As a mother, I would think this would be a mystery you would want to solve. That's Monday.
I expect you to have a different version of what happened with her than she does because you are accused. I expect you to deny that. What I don't expect is for you as her mother and you as the daughter to be telling two different versions of conversations that either took place or they didn't. She says you never talked to her about the bouncing incident when she was eight or nine. Okay. Now you say you did, but you didn't use the word seduced. Now you say she did, but she didn't use the word seduced. No, this, this was over the phone in January. I understand. Nothing ever happened you were eight or nine. The first time it was ever brought up to you was in January of 14. Correct. So by that time, you had reported all of these incidences to others. Yes. Okay. And you say she didn't come talk to you when you were eight or nine. No, she did not. And you say you did. I did. And you say when she talked to you in January 14, she used the word seduced. Yes. And you say you didn't use the word seduced. I did not use the word seduced. Oh, well, let me ask you this. If you knew about this at eight or nine, that something took place, I'm wondering if there was ever a point at which you said, I need to seriously evaluate this man. You said he came and told me while he was drunk. Mm -hmm. Okay, not a good sign. He's, he's a drunk guy standing there in the kitchen or wherever talking to you about your daughter being on top of him uh, in bed. Uh, then he's smoking dope with her at 16. He's calling her stupid. He's calling her fat. He's degrading her along the way throughout her life. What the hell are you doing while all this is going on? Where are you? You, you don't know. You may not know. You may not know that this stuff was going on, but you certainly knew that, that you had this man demeaning and degrading your daughter. You knew that, right? You heard those comments and conversations, right? They have said the words stupid and that's a stupid idea. Yes, I've heard that. And I always, always have said we don't talk like that. We don't need those words. And have I or have I not tried to get you into counseling? Um, yes, you have when I was younger, which I, I went to for a year. And then you and her both decided I don't need it anymore. Who tried to get you into counseling from the moment of last summer, all the way through last summer, all the way through this last winter? Who was pushing to get you into counseling? Nobody. Me. No. I was pushing you. I set you up for counseling. I set you up for group therapy. And you always no. came up with problems. Oh, I have football. Oh, I have too much schoolwork. You both said that I was messed up. So you're saying now that I did try and get you into you counseling? You didn't try to get me into counseling because if you would have tried, I would have went. I what? never denied a counselor. Lynn, Lynn I how many did times have you, you missed your counseling it? appointments? For two weeks now. And how you many know why? You, you want you wait. You want to know why? You want to call her and ask her why? Because I know exactly why. Why? Because you didn't show up. Uh, okay, yeah, that that's that would be a reason why it's called a missing because I didn't show up. The thing is is I had different things to do for different reasons that did not involve a counselor. I had to go see my social worker. Did you give she's her the more important. She's more important than a counselor right now because she is the one that's trying to help me get situated. Are you, 
Have you ever felt jealous of her boyfriends? No. I've, I've, you know, Dr. Phil, I have tried to protect her from things like this. I have tried to protect her from being taken advantage of. No matter what happens here, I love you as a daughter. I don't regret ever adopting you. Okay? I just want you to remember that. No matter what happens, there's times where I want to jump out of this chair and give you a hug and tell you how much I love you and that I forgive you. And there's times where I just don't understand what is going on with you. I just want... But everything that I have done for you, I have done to try to protect you. So why, why did you take the military ball away from, or the dance away from me? You lied. No, I didn't. Mom knew about Will, but yet nobody told Dad about Will. So then I got in trouble, and I sat on my hands and knees for two hours, begging and pleading. And did you let me go? No. You told Mom, if she asks, asks me and tells me that she's better, that, sh that she won't do it again, that I'll let her go. I sat on my hands and knees for two hours, begging and crying for you to let me go to something I paid $50 for. And I didn't get reimbursed. Is that or... what this is about? No, this You're is not what... You're pissed off? No. I'll go to get to my wallet right now and give you 50 bucks. No, this is not what this is about. You said... You said one thing, that you're not jealous. Then why did you take the military ball away from me? Why would I be jealous of your boyfriends? I would not lie and try to ruin somebody's life, ever. I, I take what you say very seriously and it will have very serious consequences. This May on Dr. Phil. I don't know your information. I've been trying to end it. It's a month of dramatic interventions. My mother is more attached to her junk than her kids. I don't believe I'm a hoarder. Oh my God. These are things that you've saved. You just never know when you might need a wheel. Plus, Dr. Phil exclusives all month long. House of Horror survivor Michelle Knight returns. She will appear here in front of a live studio audience. You won't believe where she's living now. An exclusive look. And on Monday. No arrests have been made for the deaths of two children. Cody and Julia killed those children. We're innocent. But you have explanations for the deaths. They both had an adverse reaction to their vaccinations. The evidence examined. You have blunt force trauma. Now, are you convinced that it wasn't a reaction to vaccination? No. You can't tell me that my child was abused. That's Monday on an all-new Dr. Phil. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. I am afraid to leave my own home because I'm worried about who I'm going to run into, what they're thinking, why they're judging me. What if people think that he's a child molester? I have nightmares constantly. I just feel so hurt and disgusted. Well, Chris says he feels trapped in his home because he is a pariah in the neighborhood over what he calls false allegations. I have to tell you what sticks out to me here, 
you know, from all sides. The only one here that I think has taken a sensible approach to this entire thing is Amy. Um, you know, she doesn't know, and you're taking care of the child. And I'm, I'm glad you glad you are, and and I thank you for that. Um, you know, I wasn't there. I, I don't know what happened when you were eight or nine. I don't know what happened when you were 12 or when you were 16. Um, I, I take what you say very seriously, and it will have very serious consequences. And um, if this has happened to you, then um, whatever happens to him is not on you, it's on him. If he has not done this to you and you're saying that he has, um, that is a terrible, terrible thing to do and a terrible injustice. You have lots of legitimate complaints. If you're making up this one, you're the one that is going to ultimately suffer from it. They do call me a liar. And I understand, because when I was younger, I did lie. I would not lie and try to ruin somebody's life, ever. Well, I would hope not. I have to tell you, from an interview standpoint, I've not had the opportunity to sit with you for three or four hours and do um, a structured forensic interview and create a timeline and, and do all of those sort of things. I can tell you what jumps out at me now that would be on my short list of considerations. At the young age of eight, uh, I would think that would be highly traumatic physiologically, psychologically, emotionally, and otherwise. And I think there would be some sequel to that. There would be uh, evidence of that happening, and I would think that you as a mother would, would notice that there would be problems there. I come into this saying, I have to believe you. And, and I, I come into it saying, I, I believe what you're saying because um, if you're telling the truth and nobody reacts to it as though it's the truth, then you're being done a grave injustice for having the courage to step forward and say the truth. But then when I listen to you talk, having interviewed I can't tell you how many molestation victims, how many rape victims um, at every age, um, your emotion and affect about it is very unusual because I've heard you talk about what you say he did to you and then I've seen you ratchet it up and talk about him taking your mother away from you, taking the ball away from you, taking all these other things. So I'm comparing you to your own baseline, and um, that would be on my list of considerations. On the other hand, I, I, I look to you, and I, I see you demeaning and disrespecting this child. In your own words, being verbally abusive to her, I hear him telling you about this inappropriate interaction while he's drunk two nights later, and then smoking dope with your daughter. This is not a candidate that I would want to watch my granddaughter, uh, I can tell you that. I'm sorry, your judgment to me no, I, just I, falls way to hell short. I wouldn't let you be around my granddaughter for five minutes. That doesn't mean I think you did or didn't do this, but that's just not the kind of judgment I'm looking at. 
And then I, I'm looking at you, Mom, and saying, you know, what are you, asleep at the switch? All this stuff's going on around you. Whether you knew about these alleged rapes or whether you didn't, you knew about the inappropriate relationship dynamic here. And one thing we know is she believes you have bailed on her. And the, then the two of you are saying, use the word seduce, didn't use the word seduce. You know, that's not a word that's in the common vernacular of dialogue between mother and daughter. So that's something that kind of sticks out. You either used the word or you didn't. Um, you either had the conversation at eight or nine, whichever it was, or you didn't. And so I'm looking for a reliable historian here, and I can't find one. We're going to take a break. Recently, Chris was asked to take a polygraph exam. And he refused because he didn't trust the accuracy of the outcome. But we asked Chris to take a polygraph exam while he was here in L.A. We also asked Lynn as well. We'll talk about all of that when we come back. I think Chris should take a lie detector. I feel that polygraph tests are garbage. If he takes a lie detector test and he asks me to, I would. If my daughter was to take a polygraph test, I know she would fail. Closed captioning provided by... I think Chris should take a lie detector because if he's innocent like he swears he is, why will he not take a polygraph? I feel that polygraph tests are garbage. When I was younger, I took a polygraph test because I was accused of grand theft. At the time of the theft, I was out of state and I still failed the test. I have absolutely no faith in it. If he takes a lie detector test and he asks me to, I would. If my daughter was to take a polygraph test, I know she would fail. I would take a test because I'm not lying. I am telling the 100% truth and I'm not afraid to be honest. Jack Tremarco is the former head of the FBI polygraph unit in Los Angeles, he's here. He's done over 3,000 polygraph examinations. Um, he's met with Chris and Lynn, and um, the polygraph, it's, it's not perfect. You're exactly right. Uh, it's not perfect. But Jack, it is pretty highly reliable, is it not? Dr. Phil, the U.S. government uses polygraph for our most serious cases. And uh, you have been involved in some of those cases. You've worked with the FBI, Homeland Security. Your, your involvement in using this as an adjunct to the interview and as a truth detection device uh, has been far and wide over a number of years, correct? Unabomber, Oklahoma bombing, World Trade Center bombing in 93, yes. So this is not some game show polygraph operator here. You agreed to take a polygraph when asked. Did you do From a Jeff. polygraph on Chris? No, I did not. Why not? Well, I spent about 45 minutes with Chris and his wife in my office, and um, I agreed to answer any questions that they might have because I knew that he was predisposed to not trust the exam based on his history. Um, I answered all their questions, and while I was, Chris was perspiring, and he was trembling, and when I started to ask him about his general health, 
I uncovered a myriad of health problems, any one of which could have disqualified him from the polygraph test. Uh, he was trembling, he couldn't sit still, he was hyperventilating, and I made the decision not to polygraph him. Because from a physiological standpoint, he has some anomalies that could invalidate the results no matter what they were. Yes, and I thought, well, we'll give him the night, have a, a good night's sleep. This morning, I decided everything I saw yesterday was just chronic and it was not gonna go away. This was not a, a, a voluntary withdrawal on his part. You took him out of the process. I need him to breathe normally and try not to move. And he was not breathing normally. He was, he was in some sort of distress. He told me that he suffers from sleep apnea. And my, my, my suspicion was that he probably has also daytime apnea, which would disqualify him. All right. Uh, and you were upset at the time, A, because you don't have a, you're not a big fan of polygraph, and you also had just learned that they may well be issuing an arrest warrant for you. Correct. Back home. You did take the polygraph, correct? Correct. Um, how did it go? Um, we had to do it twice. Can you enlighten us, Jack? Yes, I met Lynn yesterday at my office, and uh, we spent about two hours together. I uh, attempted to run a valid exam. There were, um, there were some troubling aspects to it. What were the troubling aspects? Well, everyone sweats 24 hours a day, sometimes more than others. And we know that uh, many times when a person decides to tell a lie, their, their sweat glands innervate and there's increased sweat gland activity. Uh, with Lynn yesterday, I didn't see any sweat gland activity. And that made me suspicious that there might have been countermeasures employed. There are things you can do to defeat a galvanic skin response measure, or at least contaminate it. There are. Um, uh, there's uh, there's uh, pharmaceuticals <clears throat> that will affect it, and there are outside measures that can be taken. You, you repeated the exam this morning. I did. I did. I, I changed a few things around. There's a difference of night and day between the first exam and the second exam. Mm -hmm. And uh, did she know she was going to take the second exam? No, she didn't. Not to my knowledge. And was it conclusive? It was absolutely conclusive. All right, let me open it and let's see what it is. You feel like it was a fair exam? So good, bad, or indifferent? No, you don't have any complaints about the exam? No. All right, here are the questions. Did Chris ever have sex with you? You answered? Yes. Did Chris ever have sex with you at your home? You answered. Yes. And the results of the polygraph were that that answer is deceptive. The polygraph says you are not being truthful. You could have saved yourself all this embarrassment. I'm not lying. Jack, was this... That man is the best in the business. Was this a close call? Dr. Phil, in order for Lynn to have failed the exam, she would have needed a minus four or above, and she was a minus 18. I am guilty of being a bad dad, but I am not a pedophile. You know what you did to me. So what do you say about these results, Lynn? You know, if, if the computer says that I'm lying, then the computer says I'm lying. But I know I'm telling the truth, and I'm not lying. This man hurt me and I'm always gonna have what he did to me in my head.
I hurt you emotionally, and I'll plead guilty to every damn one of those. So you never, ever touched me? I never touched you. Ever? Ever. Not even when I was little, when you put me on top of you? Never, ever. Stop lying. Jack, what is your conclusion? Dr. Phil, there's no doubt in my mind that, for whatever reason, Lynn made up the allegations against her dad. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, they're fighting over the same man. Do you trust him? No, not with her. There's constant drama between these two women. Well, you are the drama. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... Jack, you've done 3,000 of these exams, put terrorists behind bars, you've found pedophiles, molesters. What is your conclusion from this exam? In, particularly in light of everything you've heard today. Dr. Phil, there's no doubt in my mind that for whatever reason, Lynn made up the allegations against her dad. One of the things that I've learned over 35 years is that people often do things for other than the apparent reason. They have different motives. They have different motivations. And Lynn, I I'm asking you, this is, th this can be um, a, a precipice moment. This can be a threshold moment. If you have embellished this, exaggerated this, fabricated this, because it's the only way to get any power to fight back, then you need to be mature enough and strong enough to admit it now. And let me help you not need that kind of lever to get what you need in your life. I need you, I, I, you cannot change what you don't acknowledge, I need you to think through this and not just be swept along by this. It is not the end of the world. People's lives have not been ruined here. If this is something that you embellished or, or fabricated, then tell me now so I can help you. As I said before, this man has hurt me. I have no doubt that he's hurt you. But I get no justice out of this. No, that, that's not the point. The point is that there is justice in this world and there is a chance to put this right but you don't build a healthy life and strength based on a lie. If you have embellished or fabricated then, just tell me and I will help you with the real problems that are there. Just let him help you. Holy. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm... You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing a great job as a dad, so you jump right I'm in. I'm sorry. If you want me to leave, I'll leave. That's helpful, actually. <laughs> I believe, frankly, that you have been abused, but he didn't rape you, did he? Stop justifying your inactivity and avoiding the challenge of change.
For help getting started, go to DrPhil.com for 11 seasons of advice, articles, and exclusive videos you won't find anywhere else. Plus, visit our Help Resources page and sign up for the Dr. Phil community to share your story and find support from others. All on DrPhil.com. I believe, frankly, that you have been abused. I have, in fact, I have no doubt about that because just based on what she admits and what he admits and, and what Amy observes, that has happened. I know you've been neglected. I know you've been abused. And I don't want you languishing in the mire of this lie if you can be free of that. If you have made this up, if you have embellished this, then tell me that now and let's move on and get you the help that you deserve. When I was younger, that man did touch me. But he didn't rape you, did he? It felt like he did. But he did not rape you, did he? No, he just made it feel like he did. Yeah. And I... And, and let me tell you. Lynn, look, look, look at me. I, I understand that. And not only do I understand it, I, I agree with it. I, I told you, the, the man doesn't have the right boundaries. Okay? Do you get that I get that? And do I seem mad at you? Do I seem upset with you? I'm not. You know why? Because it takes a lot of courage to, to say what you're saying. And you have no idea the, the help and resources that I want to bring to you to help you in this regard. And I'm not going to walk away. I tell people on Dr. Phil's show, when you sit down with me, that's the beginning of our relationship, not the end. It's like you come here, I sit down, we talk, say, okay, bye, that's it. No, that's the beginning of the process, not the end. We're going to help you. I understand why you were motivated to do what you, you did. And it, had, it was the wrong way to get a right result. I'm glad of the result. It was the wrong way to do it, but that's behind you now. Let me help you move forward from this and be the young woman that you, I know you can be and deserve to be. At this point, I think a lot of healing needs to go on here between you two. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. How do you feel about the fact that she has told the truth here today? I'm glad that she's told the truth. You know... The fact that she's upset that she feels that you were torn away from her, does that not tell you how much she values you? Think about that. Does that tell you you must have done some right things along the way or she wouldn't care so much about her relationship? Let me bring some reinforcements here and try and help heal this relationship and this family and get you the support that you deserve as well. Will you do that? 
I'll do that. Just as, as my gift to this family, I'm going to bring some serious professionals in here to help this. I want this relationship healed. Be patient and, and let me help you. Before we say goodbye to Jack Tremarco, I want to talk to him right after the break and then we're done. <laughs> Hey, Dr. Phil here. Did you know that more than 16 million kids in the U.S. are at risk of hunger each day? That's more than one in five children. Now, these are our neighbors, our kids that play in the neighborhood, co-workers, friends' children. The problem is closer than you would think, but so is the solution. Join me and visit feedingamerica.org hunger to find your local food bank to help. I'm Dr. Phil, and together, we are Feeding America. Closed captioning provided by... Want to know what's coming up on Dr. Phil? Visit our website and subscribe to our email newsletter. You'll get weekly updates, life strategies, and exclusive video that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, on drphil.com, you can see sneak previews of upcoming shows. Log on today. Before we say goodbye to Jack Tremarco, I want to talk about the FBI's new Child ID app that can help if your child happens to go missing. Take a look. Every year, more than 500,000 children younger than 18 go missing. Many are abducted by family members. Others by strangers in their own neighborhood. Putting the FBI Child ID app on your smartphone or Android can give law enforcement heads started on the search and could save your child's life. The FBI Child ID app is a powerful tool to alert authorities once a child has gone missing. It could save a kid's life. Download the free FBI Child ID app today. Well, this is a free app by the FBI that can help in those first few critical hours after an abduction. Because, Jack, what happens in those first hours, parents are looking for pictures and, and vital statistics and stuff versus being able to hit a button and this go out to law enforcement everywhere. That's what's critically important, right? It's exactly right, Dr. Phil. We know that the longer the child is missing, the less likely we'll have a happy resolution with a return. Right. All right, so the, the Child ID app also includes a whole series of tips for keeping your kids out of harm's way. Now, to download the FBI's new Child ID app, Go to drphil.com or you can log on to Robin's website whengeorgiasmile.org and we're going to have a link on there as well. So we're going to have it on both, Jack, and, great, and we're you. happy to continue working with the FBI. Uh, another great app to download while you're out downloading is Doctor on Demand. Uh, it's the app that my son and I have created and it allows you to have a Doctor on Demand on your smartphone in a matter of seconds without ever having to leave. And we use it here if we're clearing up medical questions and sometimes with our guest here. You can go to Google Plays or the App Store to download that app. So you're going to be all apt up. Uh, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Great job.